This is HRT, a podcast featuring interviews with HR leaders, researchers, students, and influencers. HRT takes trending topics and research in human resources, steeps them for 30 minutes or less, and leaves you with fresh brewed ideas on how to drive high-performing, inclusive organizations and create meaningful work experiences. HRT is brought to you by Villanova HRD, the graduate programs in human resource development at Villanova University. Hi, everyone. Welcome to HRT. I'm your host, Bethany Adams. I love HRT, but truth be told, I am still a coffee drinker. Today's episode is the last of the episodes recorded last October at the SHRM Inclusion Conference in New Orleans. You've heard over our last few episodes about mental health in the workplace and hiring veterans, topics that you would expect to be discussed at a conference focused on inclusion. But today's episode is going to be a bit more playful, if you will. In this interview, I sat down with Blair Bloomston. Blair is a partner and VP at an organization called Game On Nation. Game On Nation is a company that provides game-based training experiences focused on helping leaders and professionals and organizations improve their communication, innovation, and team dynamics with gameplay. It might sound like an unorthodox approach to inclusion, but as you will hear from Blair, when you think about the rules of gameplay and the motivating factors that drive game theory, you really derive a simple, easy-to-apply approach to leadership and communication and training. Blair's session during this conference was actually my most favorite, and even now, months after that just 60-minute conference session, I can remember how much fun I had, how energized I was during her talk, and the concepts she shared that you are about to hear really stuck with me. So let's waste no more time and let you hear from Blair. Say hello, Blair. Hello. We are going to talk about gamification. That's right. Yesterday in your session, one of the things that I think you said that was most interesting to me was that the power of play can spark inclusion. Yes. Talk to me about that. Well, I think it's actually intrinsic to our human nature. I think we're born with it. And I'm seeing this come to life outside of my professional world because I have two toddlers, a four-year-old <laughs> and a three-year-old. But they wake up ready to play. That's right. And it goes back to elementary school, really, for all of us, those playground dynamics where we're learning social behaviors. And I think the best example is hide and seek. Bethany, if you and I are playing hide and seek, right, and okay. all things are copacetic and good, okay, and you're it, and I'm hiding behind a rock, and your family calls you in for food, you have to find me first. Otherwise, right. we're not playing hide and seek. I can't leave Blair out right? there hiding by herself. We're not. We're not playing hide and seek then. We're playing Blair's been lost, <laughs> right? And so there's this kind of trust that's implicit in it. There's a rules of the game that we can follow where everybody knows where they stand. And I think it's a new pathway for adults to remember what inclusion feels like. That's right. And as kids, you know, anyone can play hide and seek. Everyone's, oh, yeah. everyone's invited to that game. Yeah. The more the merrier. Yes. So you just mentioned rules of the game. I know that that's something that you talked about in your session. So talk to me through those rules and why are they so important? I think beyond compliance and policy that people right. sign up for when they, you know, get a job, it's about some human language that we can have. So there are right. three rules of the game that we've discovered over the past 22 years at Game On, and they are, first, have each other's back. 
right? Work with intention and purpose to lift each other up and take care of the other person. And we simplify that with have each other's back. The second rule is laugh with, not at. And I actually have a hand gesture for it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's one hand raised, the other hand down with, not at. And that's a really great kind of premise if we want to get rid of bullying right mm -hmm. that's a first step and if you laugh with you might lose some jokes but you'll gain a lot of friends that's right yeah and then the third rule is to celebrate the small wins mm -hmm. and actually we did it yesterday in session where we celebrated people who came in late we just the whole room wildly applauded and the person <laughs> who was entering was suddenly like a celebrity star and it became contagious. Mm -hmm. What I think is cool about those three rules are they're really hard to argue, especially the first two. It's really hard to say our rule of operation is have each other's back and for somebody to respond like, no, that's no. not for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So we get to common sense. And within that framework, people can really thrive. Yeah. You know, it's funny when I was sitting in your session and you said we were going to celebrate people who walked in late. Yeah. I kind of was like, Oh, no, <laughs> I don't want to do that because I don't want to draw attention to them because I've been there. But it's funny mm -hmm. when we did it, mm -hmm. they actually came into the room and felt welcomed. And yes. that was what I didn't expect, actually, because I was thinking I've been there. Just like you said, we've yep. all been there. We've all been late to a meeting. Yep. And nobody wants attention drawn to themselves when they're having a bad day or running late or something happened. Sure. And I'm late to a meeting. But at the same time, when you're the person who walks in and people are like, excited that you're there yes it changes your dynamic already you're frustrated that you're walking in late but then all of a sudden oh, okay they want me here you're welcomed yeah and and like I love to amplify it you're yeah. wildly welcomed Welcome. with we applause were, they were wildly welcomed yeah <laughs> with like 30 seconds of joyful applause everybody's happy and then you get right back down to business yeah it's funny I really I had this mind shift during the awesome. session when you first said it to when it actually happened and seeing how people felt when they walked in and that happened so it was cool Nice. So one of the things that you talked about also is the idea of intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. Yeah. And we talk a lot about extrinsic motivation mm -hmm. in our organizations. Most of what we give our employees mm -hmm. is extrinsic, right? Their compensation, their benefits, Total. their promotions, their recognition, all of that. Mm -hmm. So talk to me about the intrinsic and how that comes into game theory. Okay. So intrinsic motivation is just something that you wake up in the morning and you feel driven to do and a lot of it has to do with our value system right. and our sense of purpose but in the workplace there are two elements that I think really we can talk about from an intrinsic motivation perspective it's the feeling of connection yep. and that's connection both to the people that are in your workforce but also the brand the mission yeah. of the company I'm connected to this I'm a part of the this work that you're doing exactly and then secondarily it's the feeling of belonging mm. again I am welcomed I am wanted here I am valued and respected right. and and I belong in this ecosystem so those two things are really good intrinsic motivators and it starts just by the organization talking about it we want to build connection we right. want you to feel like you belong and then I think it gives people permission to believe that yeah so talk to me a little bit more about how game on came to be and oh, sure. how this power of games 
translated into training has kind of progressed? Yeah, well, we do so much now in the corporate and military and federal government space. But way back in the day, we started by working with athletes. And there's this amazing culture in athletics. It starts with sportsmanship, right? Which is hard to define, but when it's not there, it's very noticeable. Absolutely. So what I was really amazing for 10 years, Game On was in residence at this really amazing sports boarding school for athletes called IMG Academy. Cool. And during those 10 years, we did way more than our 10,000 hours of building curriculum. (laughs) It was mostly teenagers, high schoolers. And what we found is that there were students from Venezuela, Russia, Indonesia. It was about 40% American and 60% international. So with all these sports represented, all these cultural differences, we were able to find common denominators, Mm -hmm. right? What is the truth for just people? And I'll tell you, if you can get a 16-year-old motivated and bought in in a learning (laughs) session, you can work with military generals, and it's the same. Even the adults who come in and go, no, I don't want to play games. But when they're open to it, it becomes fun, and -hmm. you remember what you're learning. Listen, I am very fortunate because I know that through the power of play, our brain releases dopamine dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins. And these are the feel-good chemicals. It's like I'm giving the crowd chocolate, right? (laughs) Except we're learning. That is a little how we felt yesterday. Yeah, it's very uplifting. So I know that if I can spark that, I can get people from the trend, the behavior. If there's an eight-row classroom, the eighth row will fill up first. (laughs) And it's my goal to get people back to double backpack strapping it, you know, and being willing to go up to the front of the room. Yeah. Super fun. So one of the other things that you talked about yesterday in the session, you hit on it a little bit, was the idea of incivility and Mm. incivility in our workplace. Talk to me about how these rules of the game, as you've defined them, relate to creating this culture of not having incivility. So incivility happens in a million tiny ways we can refer to them as microaggressions we can talk about unconscious bias or subconscious bias but there's also conscious bias the rules of the game is a really awesome level set because it gives people language to speak up in the moment of incivility to say hey you didn't laugh with me in that Mm -hmm. moment. That was more of a laugh at, right? Mm -hmm. Or to say, hey, when you invited my colleague to go on the work trip, but we're equals, I would have liked the opportunity too. I would have loved for you to have had my back Mm. and explained why I didn't get that opportunity or had my back and included me in that opportunity. So it's also, there's a lot of technical ways that we can, you know, work on conversation, but those are hard to remember in a moment. That's right. So laugh with, we find actually is the most common, like get in there with me. And it's funny too, in in HR, we talk a lot about rules and policies and procedures and we shouldn't feel this way, but we often feel like we're the gatekeepers and we Mm -hmm. have to define the rules that everyone can play by. And the problem is that people often don't even know the rules, right? They don't, there's so many of them. I didn't know that that's how I was supposed to charge that thing, or I didn't know that's how I was supposed to submit that report. Mm -hmm. And so then they feel like, well, if I just knew the rules, I could play by them better. But I love this because it, it's easy. Everyone knows those rules. We should know those rules as kids playing hide and seek, right? But it brings the rules and procedures down to a human level. It's also really great accountability for self first. That's right. You know, if I'm uh, a leader in the organization, what am I doing to have 
backs of my employees. Yeah. And some of that starts with leading by example. Mm-hmm. If I'm asking them to do these extra things, have I shown that I'm willing to do it the same? And then secondarily, you can extend it to the other people and use it as a framework for guidance. Like, I need you, Jim, to have Sally's back. And that means you will recap the notes from your meeting in an email because it's important for her to see it in writing. And then it brings it together. Like, I understand your why because we're playing by the same rules. Rules, yes, yes. Yeah, it's interesting. So one of the other things that you mentioned is the difference between game mechanics and game dynamics. Okay. Talk me through this. Okay, so I like to use Monopoly as an example for this. The mechanics. terrible at Monopoly. Oh, you know what? (laughs) You're not alone. I think most people, their competitive fire is way lit when they play Monopoly. I gave up years ago because I'm so bad. (laughs) That's it. So some people are all in and some people are like, I'm just all out. But uh, let's use it as an example. So within Monopoly, there are mechanics, which is the structures. You roll a dice, you move a certain number of steps. Sometimes you draw a card, sometimes you don't. It's the framework. And so we can look at it in terms of the board, the icons, the visual dynamic. Those are all mechanics that create the game. Okay. The dynamics on the other side are the emotional impacts of the game. That's right. It's like the strategic thinking. You took my piece. I wanted that. (laughs) (laughs) Uncle, Uncle Jeff, I can't believe you (laughs) took Boardwalk from me, right? right? So those are real. And the game dynamics are actually something that's being used by the video game and Mm. electronics industry Mm. to motivate us, not always for healthy means, though, right? When you have millions of people around the world chasing Pokemon that don't exist, (laughs) which is all fun and good. It's exciting until until you're you're frustrated at it. Yeah. Until, yeah, you're you're out at 11 o'clock at night, like, I've got to find Charizard, (laughs) you know? It's not real. Yeah. So our mission in Game On is to take those game dynamics, what we've learned and studied, and put it toward good uses, Mm. like inclusion. Right. A sense of belonging. So the mechanics in the workplace would be the setup, the structure, Mm -hmm. the buildings that we work in, the office spaces, Mm -hmm. and the procedures that we use Mm -hmm. to operate amongst each other in our our offices. Mm -hmm. And then the dynamics is the how we treat one another, how we feel included, how our emotions that we have about the work that we're doing and how we feel working together. Yeah, and listen, all of work cannot really be framed in terms of a game. It could. I mean, (laughs) maybe. I'm not willing to go. would probably love that, right? (laughs) Right, that far. But no, there's moments within, and especially meetings and trainings Mm. are ripe opportunities. That's right. So one thing that I did yesterday to begin the session is I played music. That Mm -hmm. was an easy thing. I also picked music that was always appropriate there was no untoward language right right? and it was a good feeling music but more than that I noticed that our chair setup in the room was very linear nothing was angled in the chairs were right up against each other we literally felt like we were on an airline in every other session stacked right (laughs) yes so I I spent like 45 minutes redoing the room I left six inches of space between the chairs if we're doing an inclusion session no one's thighs need to be touching that's right can we just be clear about that yeah but it, it really really did change the dynamic. So many people in the room said, oh my gosh, I so appreciate this. I feel (laughs) like I can actually relax and listen to what's happening. So it's that thinking about the spaces that we're in. Mm -hmm. That's the mechanics, right? Thinking about what is the setup of the space? What time of day is it? What are they going to need when they're here? And then the dynamics is how are we going to make sure everyone's voices are heard and everyone's feeling a part of 
belonging and that's where the rules come into play. Yeah. yeah, it's these are all small margin things, but together they add up to bigger impact. The goal for all of us is to make training sticky. Yeah. If you're going to invest people's time mm. into it, particularly in an in-person session, why aren't we doing every single thing that we can right. to create buy-in and make it last? Yeah. So kind of going off of that and probably a good closing point for us is you said at the beginning of your session yesterday that one of the things that you hoped was that everyone was going to remember this session. They were going to walk away remembering it because of how they felt in the session. Yeah. And I walked away thinking about it and I was like, you know what? She's right. I've sat through a lot of sessions in this conference and I'm going to remember lots of the points that I heard and I'm going to go back to my notes and take in some of what I learned, but I'm probably not going to remember how I felt in most of the sessions because, well, quite honestly, they weren't that fun. They weren't that playful environment that we had in your session, but I will remember how I felt. I will remember Maria, who was the person who was my partner sitting next to me. I will remember how we, you know, interacted. And that is kind of that power of play. Yeah. It is all about a feeling that you create. The feeling is the pathway to memory. Yeah. Right. And in Game On, we're really focused on two facets. We call it good to know and good to do. Hmm. And we find that most people approach inclusion from an intellectual perspective. And there is really valid, amazing research back good to knows out there. Right. But how do we then translate that into action mm. and make that action memorable? And so, yeah, I'm using play as an entry point and that feeling exactly that you're talking about. I know it's not just me. It's the no. curriculum from Game On. Yeah. It's also the dopamine release that's <laughs> yeah. going to lock it in. But that's what we need. We need a way to get it sticky. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're driven to do. Yeah. Well, it was a great session. And Thanks. thank you so much for sitting with me and sharing this with our students and our you community. You got it. Yeah. Thanks. You got it. All right, as I said at the start of this episode, Blair's session at Inclusion 2019 was by far one of my favorite. As you heard, I really do remember how I felt during that session. And I love that Blair said, feeling is the pathway to memory. This connection between what we learn and how we feel when we learn it is so important to create stickiness. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Blair. She is such a dynamic speaker and presenter. I also think after having listened to this recording again, that she has a radio voice and might need to host her own podcast in the future. Sending you some ideas, Game On Nation. All right, that wraps up our three-part mini-series from the episodes that were recorded at Sherm Inclusion in New Orleans, October 2019. I am actually so stoked that the Sherm Inclusion Conference is going to take place in Philadelphia this year, woo, woo, right in our hometown here at Villanova. Assuming our world gets back to a normal where we are able to connect in person and attend conferences, please, please let that be soon, I would strongly encourage thinking about attending this conference. It was a tremendous learning experience with so many great speakers and on so many important topics. All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode. Check out our blog for resources from Game On Nation and links from today's chat with Blair. Remember, whatever you're drinking, whether it's coffee, tea, or something a little bit stronger, I hope it leads you to fresh brewed ideas that will help make work better for all of us. Cheers. Thank you for listening to this episode of HRT. As your thoughts from today's episode steep, share with us what you are brewing using the hashtag HRT. That's hashtag 
H-R-T-E-A. HRT is brought to you by Villanova HRD. To learn more about Villanova University's graduate programs in human resource development, and for all the links and notes from today's episode, visit the Villanova HRD blog at villanovahrd.com.